0: Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Six Hour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. (laughs) Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Mark. Walters. Walters.
1: Sometimes you just can't make stuff up. And as I look at what I'm looking at and get ready to take it to you on the airwaves today, my memory is coming back to me. I saw something about this earlier today. Greg down in Dallas, Texas. How you doing? It is a Monday after a long Sunday, brother. Yeah it is. That's okay. The Sig Sour Studios are lit up. The crossbreed mic is fired up and ready to go off it, presented by X Insurance. Greg, we have Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason, joining us today, do we not? We sure do. Before we go to Andy, would you please tell listeners where they can watch the program and get involved in the chat? Because this story is certainly going to certainly I think I think
2: this might might light up a chat room. Oh, boy, is that a mess? All right. If If it doesn't, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) If you want to watch the show uh, live from the AAR studios there in Georgia, head on over to armedamericanradio.org. In the top right hand corner, just slap three little hash marks. When that window pops open, select the watch live option. If you're driving or doing something around the house you can't quite watch, but you'd much rather listen, the link right above that's our listen live link. Be sure when you get to the two links that are after that one, click the daily defense option. Uh, If it was Sunday, you want to select the Sunday MonsterCast link. Maybe you're a longtime listener and you missed a couple programs, want to get caught up, well, the link right above that is our podcast link. You can click that and catch any of the previous podcasts that you have missed and get caught up on the show. If you're a big-time fan or maybe you're new to the show and really like the show and you want to buy some merch, well, we've got a shop. Head on down to the bottom of all those links and click that shop link and peruse to your heart's desire. And if you really want to get, on, get in on the chat, see the memes, hear the stories, uh, and talk with all the good folks in our chat over there because it's really quite busy, head over to your app store and grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and just search for Armed American Radio Conversations. And that's how like you a, get it done. I was going to say, that's it sounds like I caught you off guard again.
1: <laughs> no, I, I'm busy in here. I'm looking at a lot of different things. And I had my mic turned That story's off, real distracting. Y, you actually did catch me off guard because this is crazy. And Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason. Andy, jump in here with me. Say hello to the audience and
3: welcome in, my friend. Thanks for being here on a Monday. What is going on, Mark? Happy Monday, Hick. And uh, boy, I tell you, you are right in the middle of smack dab of everything going on in the city of Georgia. So <laughs> that's exciting. I don't know if I'd call it exciting. I'd
1: say we're kind of sick of it, to be frank with you. Andy, what's your take since you mentioned Georgia? What do you think is going to happen down
3: here tomorrow evening? Well, I am optimistic, although looking at the news, looking at both conservative and liberal news sources online, I see liberal news sources saying that Republicans have all but given up right now. And then I see conservative news sites not even really talking about the race a whole lot, which is weird. So I don't know if maybe the liberal news sources are right on this one, maybe On the national level, maybe some conservatives and Republicans have just kind of given up and moved past the election and are just so ready for it to be done. They're not even discussing it any longer, which is concerning. But the fact that we've had apparently record turnout for early voting every single day of this uh, this runoff. I, I or could it be that the
1: liberal media is trying to dissuade conservatives from going to the polls by telling them it's a done deal already? These are the most fraudulent outfits that America has produced are these fake yeah. news organizations. And as I said yesterday, and I stand by it, and I mean it, if you've got ABC News, CBS News, NBC news, if you've got news in your name, and you're, you, oh, I'd be really careful, Greg, watch that switch. <laughs> Let me tell you, if you're faking it, okay, it's fraud. You ought to be held criminally liable. And, and just like you're talking about, that's those are lies. Do you think conservatives in the state of Georgia are not excited to get out and vote for Herschel Walker? You're nuts. The main yeah. that's why the mainstream media does what they do, Andy. That's why they tell you that. Oh, it's like, it's in the bag for Warnock. Oh. Yeah, it's all fake. Why, why we would believe anything that comes from these fraudsters at this stage of the game is beyond me. And, you know, you said it right when you I'm checking all my sources, my liberal and conservative news. Uh, think about that. There should be no such thing. There should be news. It shouldn't be split. So, I I mean, angry Mark can come out of the box on this one really easy. But, yeah, we're living it. And I can tell you it's anything but exciting. We want it over with. But we're going to the polls. And you will see record turnout again tomorrow, regardless of what the fake news, liberal news in
3: particular, tells you, Andy. I, I think we'll see record numbers. I agree. And I am optimistic, like I said, I just I find it interesting that, yeah, the media definitely, like you said, is trying to discourage people from showing up, saying that it's already over. But Republicans just at least on the national media front, looking at Newsmax, looking at Breitbart, looking at Drudge Report, which isn't the most conservative anymore, unfortunately, uh, that a lot of them. Yeah, a lot of them just aren't paying a lot of attention to it, at least with the headlines that I'm seeing today. So but you're right. Energy in Georgia is intense, and I am excited to see what happens tomorrow. Well,
1: you know, again, you nail it. They're just not talking about it. That's the lie of omission. That's a glaring lie of let's just not talk about it. Let's not give it any airtime. Let's just let it go. Maybe stupid people will forget about it. Maybe some people because it's it's again, it's a runoff. Are we going to see the same turnout in today's political? I have no idea. I just said I think it's going to be record turnout. That's my guess. But I could be way off base on that, Andy. It could be way off base. Uh, You know, I know when the Democrats are slobbering all over early voting, it almost makes me wonder, how do they
3: know every early vote is theirs? Why are they so thrilled by that? That is true. But remember, Mark, that, I mean, all the voter laws that was changed in Georgia, that infringed on people, so that way it's difficult for them to show up, right? Jim Crow 2.0. They're still (laughs) calling it that, even though Georgia has
1: proven record numbers. And we had no problems with the election. And Stacey Abrams, under that new law, was forced to concede. With an eight-point loss. Bubba. For the second time. For the second time. Thank you very much. He just failed to concede the last time. Yeah, you know, there's that. Hey, Andy, I got some fun stuff here for you. That Bring it. You know, did you know that New York banned toy guns, the sale of toy guns, that Kathy Hockle signed <laughs> a toy gun ban on August 16th? Did you know that? We briefly talked uh, about it here on the program. But, yeah, they banned toy guns. That's great. They have to meet the same strict criteria as in New York City. Which requires them to be brightly colored or clear. The goal of a new state law that may, takes effect Monday, which was November sixteenth or tw- no twenty second, I think, that it went into effect. We'll get the exact date, but it went into effect just a few days back, about a week or so ago. Uh, takes effect Mondays is to prevent people from using imitation firearms that could be perceived as real. Restricting these realistic-looking devices will ensure misleading and potentially dangerous devices are off our streets, keeping kids, law enforcement, and all New Yorkers safe. That's from Governor Kathy Loser-Hockel in a press release when she signed the bill into law back in August. Well, it's in effect now, and I, most people don't realize that. Andy, did you realize that toy guns were so bad? We're talking Nerf guns. We're talking toy guns. Look, did you know it was so bad that it took us as a, as a nation until 2022 to figure out that those guns that you can still buy in an airport in Phoenix and take on are uh, you could take them in your check bag you can't take them on, on your uh, carry on bag but they still sell them did you know that it took us all these years 240 plus years to figure out oh no toy
3: guns are so dangerous what have we turned into Andy yeah. I mean, that's news to me. I, I was not aware my generation. I mean, we use the cap guns. We use the Nerf guns. We still use them. I mean, your generation used them as well. And yet our wait, wait a second. Our generations weren't the ones that are doing all the mass shootings Are the current generation of kids that are going into the schools and shooting them up. I, I, wait a second, I'm wait confused now, Mark, because they're <laughs> the ones we, we used them and we didn't shoot up places. They're not using them, and they are shooting up places. That's that's fascinating to me. I have my daughter, her favorite thing in the world, which don't tell Mrs. Voice of Reason because she hates Nerf guns with all the Nerf darts that she finds all over the house. But uh, my daughter loves Nerf guns, and we play with them and use them all the time in the house. And uh, I can't wait because now she's about ready to turn nine. I'm going to get her out to the range in a couple months when, she gets a, when she's oh, about yeah. ready and it starts warming up again. It's that perfect time, and I'm so excited. But she's had the proper practice of enjoying the Nerf guns prior to in the house. But, man, it, it solves all the world's problems. We used Nerf guns for years, and we didn't have shootings until now with the young generation, and that's the sole problem. If we just get rid of that, then all the world's problems will be solved, Mark.
1: They're just idiots. Let's just call it what it is. And I'll be honest with you. My <laughs> kids are 18 and 20 now, and we still have up in the foyer at the front of my house, Andy, they have got a big, What do you call those big picture windows, big foyer, way way up at the top? I ain't getting up there on a ladder, okay? But we've still, on the sill up there, we've still got Nerf little, you know, the Nerf things with the little suction cups on the end. (laughs) They're still up there from when the kids were little. And my wife, I said, why don't we just get those things down? She goes, no, it just reminds me of when the kids were little. They used to walk around shooting them all over the place. They were sticking off the ceilings, off windows, you know. It's just kids being kids. But in New York... Kids can't be kids because apparently New Yorkers are too stupid to figure out that kids running around in a street with Nerf guns and water pistols uh, are just kids playing with Nerf guns and water pistols. Hey, Andy, hold that thought when we come back. I've got some crazy news for you from the NYPD 22nd Precinct a social media post that went out regarding this topic. It's not going to shock you, but it will shock you, but it won't shock you. We'll be back with Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason. Don't go away. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back to the show indeed. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today in the shadows of the big Sunday monster cast here on a Monday. It is 21 minutes after the hour on the Crossbreed Holsters mic and the six hour Studios all fired up for you. All of it brought to you. By X insurance, if you're watching the video, lead slingers and Daniel defense bring you the high definition video on your television screens and your devices, wherever else you might choose to watch the program. Please support all of our partners if you haven't. And I did see some numbers from Greg from my pillow. Armed American radio listeners are supporting my pillow. Huge guys use the promo code AAR and show them that they're not supporting us for no good reason. Okay, if you want some slippers, I have some on my feet. You still wearing yours today, Greg? You were wearing them last night. I know. I got my
2: shoes on today.
1: Hey, those are shoes. Well, I got mind. My, th- my kids give me crap all the time. You really going out with my pillow slippers on? Yeah. In fact, you know what? I think I'm going to wear them to my wife's Christmas party on Wednesday. There you go. Wouldn't that be something to see? That'll do it. Yeah, because no jeans are allowed, so I'm going to have to wear some slacks and a jacket, which I never do. Yeah, I do, but I think I might put the my pillow slippers on. We'll see. If I do, I'll put a pick up on social media. Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason. Welcome back in. Ready to have some fun? Good stuff, man. Let's do it, man. Okay, this has got to be a, a parody post. It's got to be. But it, it still makes our point. Okay, and it came from gun policy, which is Firearm Policy Coalition, back on December 1st. But it makes it look like it's an NYPD uh, 223rd precinct. I said 22nd, or it looks like it's uh, 22.223 it, two, precinct. So this is a parody post, but listen to this. We are proud of our stunning and brave officers that confronted the teens endangering our city. Remember, foam bullets with plunger tips can take an eye out. The city is safer because these brave heroes stopped those criminals today. Thank you, Governor Hackel, for making those dangerous toy guns illegal. While no doubt it's a fake post, Andy, it still really, truly makes a valid point, does it not? I mean, you want to talk about wasting resources? Are you kidding me? So if it's illegal, does Hockle expect law enforcement to actually make arrests? Look, I, I used to. We used to play with. We used to have dirt clod fights when we were kids. We didn't wear helmets. We
3: didn't wear eye protection. We used to have BB gun fights when we were kids. Oh, absolutely. we're still here. I remember. As a, we're still here. I remember as a kid growing up on the farm with my parents. We used to. Uh, we had about nine or ten different apple. Uh, to uh, apple trees and we would have the rotten apples that would Ugh. fall to the ground and we would chuck them at each other and we would have welts the size of grapefruit all over our arms and our waist that's what we did as kids we grew up just fine look this takes the inside if you remember i mean we're going into christmas season if you remember the movie with the christmas story you'll shoot your eye out kid with the bb gun we've now taken that to another level to where a kid will be asking for a nerf gun and oh no you'll shoot your eye out kid you can't have a nerf gun because they're going to be dangerous and that could harm you in some way, shape, or form. That's the level of bubble wrap helicopter parenting nuts that we have in society today. Say, can you repeat that? That was brilliant. The kind of I what, what I said. bubble wrap, bubble, <laughs> wrap. <laughs> bubble wrap, helicopter parenting nuts.
1: <laughs> hey, Greg, did you catch that? That was a drop. Wow. Yeah, it, it's it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of, and just when you think it can't get any dumber. The liberals prove us wrong, and they get dumber every single time. Speaking of police, I'm going to go to this story here. Guys, it's Monday, so we're going to hop all over the board today because we can't. Oh, oh before I do that, Greg, last night, Kevin Sterrett was on Armed American Radio for an incredibly informative half hour, correct? Yes, he was. Kevin is the head of Oregon Firearms Federation, Andy. And we all know Measure 114 out there is just a mess. It's got Oregon a mess. Cops don't know what to do. Sheriffs are threatening not to enforce it. This massive gun control scheme. We went into great detail about that. I won't go into all of that right now. But listeners, I'm going to read for you an official letter from the attorney general that was sent to me. And I'm not kidding, Andy and Greg and you listeners. If you were tuned in last night to the huge monster cast broadcast nationwide on hundreds of radio stations within minutes Of the show closing last evening, I got a text message with a link from Alan Gottlieb with an official statement that had just come out. Keep in mind that it was three hours earlier on the West Coast. But nevertheless, it was a Sunday at about 8 p.m. when the A.G. sent a letter to the judge presiding over the case that Kevin was telling us about. Ooh. And I'm going to go into detail about that. And then Kevin sent me the same message within all of this broke last night while we were on the air. And, Andy, I'm going to talk about it later in the show. I won't bore you with that, but we'll get just a little bit of detail as to what occurred coming up. But before I do that, let me stay on police for a minute. Andy, did you happen to see the story of the Tampa police chief, Mary O'Connor, flashing her not, badge? No. Oh, oh, you're going to love this. You ready for a story? Let's do it. TPD. Tampa, my old my hometown, my adopted hometown. Mary O'Connor, she's the chief of police of Tampa. Tampa's got Mayor Jane Castor. She's been around for a long time. She's also a Democrat. Democrats appoint like-minded Democrats for police chiefs. That's why there's a difference between, a big disconnect between police chiefs and sheriffs, because sheriffs are elected by the people. And if you look at an electoral map of the U.S., Andy, you will know, like I'm going to tell you now, that the vast majority of counties in the country are red, save for the big metropolitan areas, correct, that are blue? Absolutely. Well, those areas have likely red sheriffs, too, don't they? Yeah. Yes. That's how it works. But those big metropolitan areas all have blue Democrat sheriffs, Democrat sheriffs, because the mayors are Democrats that have been controlling the Democrat run cities for decades. Tampa Police Chief Mary O'Connor resigned today after a video of her went viral. Her and her husband apparently live in Pinellas County. They don't even live in Hillsborough County. I thought that was kind of strange. But nonetheless, she could live where she wants. All she's got to do is cross that bridge. But nevertheless, Andy, she was in a golf cart like lots of people are in Florida. And the golf cart, in this particular case, her husband drove the golf cart out of the neighborhood onto a city street when they were pulled over. And it went kind of like this. And I wish I had the audio pulled, Greg. Maybe we can find it during a break. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, sir, uh, madam, uh, I'm deputy so-and-so with Pinellas County Sheriff's Office. Uh, The reason I'm stopping you is because you're on a public street in a vehicle without a tag. At which point the husband was driving. The woman next to him says, um, essentially one of those, do you know who I am? She says, is your body cam running? He said it is. She says, good. She says, "Uh, because I'm the Tampa police chief and flashes her badge at him. And then she follows it up with, We were kind of hoping you would let us go. To which the cop let her go. She resigned today. This happened like days ago, three or four days ago. She resigned today. Andy,
3: should she have? Let's go here. No. Let's talk about this. No. No, absolutely not. Look, there was a similar incident, which we can tell the story when we come back. I know we got to take a break here in a minute. Uh, right here in Wichita with our mayor trying to pull that same card with law enforcement, and that did not end well. And there's calls for his resignation right now. No, because you're an elected official does not mean that you get a free right to do whatever you want to. You are law enforcement. You should know better than anybody else that you don't take your golf cart onto the places that you're not supposed to do. So I know that that's the nice, easy way to get along and ride your golf cart and whatever. But if you're on a public street and a highway or wherever the hell they're driving where there's no golf courts really technically allowed, then why would you do that? Especially as someone who's head of law enforcement in the community. Um, No, they shouldn't have let them go.
1: No, I, of course not. But I, I want to make sure listeners understand, I didn't want you to think Andy said, no, she shouldn't have resigned. Andy, you agree that she absolutely should have resigned. Oh, she should. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about it because it was a blatant in your face. Is your video running? Good. I'm glad it is because I'm the police chief in Tampa. Woo. This woman doesn't have all of her wits about her, but she was appointed by a Democrat. We'll be back right after this. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Mark Walters on the crossbreed mic for you here in the six hour studios. All brought to you today and every day by X insurance. You heard that rejoin Defender Coffee. I started my day with it today. I started every day with Defender Coffee. You can too. And the beautiful part about it is I feel good because I know I'm getting great coffee at a great price, and I'm supporting the Second Amendment Foundation with every sip I take because I have directed my portion of the profits to go to the Second Amendment Foundation at the end of every year. The Second Amendment Foundation gets a check donated from Defender Coffee from all of us who direct our money to the Second Amendment Foundation. It's kind of a no-brainer. And, of course, you hear Mr. Gottlieb, the founder of the Second Amendment Foundation on Armed American Radio, every single Sunday, every single Sunday. I spoke with Alan today at great length about a number of issues courts so busy so many cases good heavens this is going to be ongoing if you were listening last night more victories are going to be piling up but the second amendment foundation is busier than ever so please support them whether it's by drinking defender coffee and using the promo code aar or whether it's by supporting the second amendment foundation directly like i do both at saf.org andy hoosier the voice of reason we're talking with you today from great kqam wichita's big talker it's great to have you here, brother. Uh, we've got the audio for the cop stop with the Tampa cop, and then I'm going to pose a few questions when we're done hearing it. Greg, are we queued up and ready to roll with that? Yeah, we're ready to go. Let's do it.
8: Good evening. How you feeling? Good. I'm Deputy Secretary of the Sheriff's Office. Stop you because you driving tag or uh, a unregistered vehicle with no tag on it on the roadway. Yeah, we, were, we went to the club it was closed so we went over and picked up some is your camera on it is i'm the police chief in tampa oh how you doing i'm doing good okay i'm hoping that you just let us go tonight uh, okay yeah i'll say uh, Not say I, I you look familiar so yeah <laughs> i'm sure i do all right then we'll take care and uh it was nice meeting you all right <laughs> oh all right you ever need anything call me Okay. Serious. All right. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. You're welcome, Thank so. you for your service. Thank you for yours. Thanks, all. Right. Take care. All right. Take care. Thank you. Have a good
2: night, folks. And that's it. Wow. Wow. Mm. wow.
1: Andy? Some that questions like-
3: pop up in my mind. Go ahead. Well, first <laughs> off, that sounds like the law enforcement officer needs to be reprimanded as much as the police mm. chief. There, Because, first off, you can tell just she reminds me just in that little audio clip, she reminds me of a Kamala Harris. She has that condescending attitude in her voice of I'm the police chief. Right. And you could just you could, it just oozes through that audio of how condescending and how much of a mm-hmm. that she actually is uh, to where it would drive me nuts to have to have her as a, an elected official or law enforcement officer at all in the community would drive me absolutely nuts second off uh i mentioned briefly before the break that we had a similar incident here in the wichita area our mayor brandon whipple he's a big time democrat uh got caught he was (laughs) which was a stupid case he he went to a community cleanup event where they had a big dumpster for people to drop off things from their homes Uh, He had a rental house that was near the community, but not in the community, where he drove up in his truck on a weekend trying to unload a bunch of stuff into the community dump that he should not have been to. Not only should not he should not have been there at the same time, he drove in to the exit part of it and cut everybody off. which led to a police officer to pull him off to the side and say, no, you can't do that. And he went into the wrong entrance. And oh, by the way, you shouldn't be here in the first place. The mayor's mayor pulled the same card. Do you know who I am? Called the city manager, put the city manager on speakerphone to reprimand the law enforcement officer because this guy has no clue who I am and he's being a jerk and yada, yada, yada. To which case, the law enforcement now is asking for his resignation. He's not going to get it. But the law enforcement officer did not, unlike this guy, bow down and say, oh, I'm sorry. I know who you are. Go ahead about your business and do your thing. Both of them need to be reprimanded. And good for that city police chief to step down and resign after that embarrassing audio being released. What a joke. Yeah, that is embarrassing. Three. Things
1: pop in my head when I hear that. First off, the incident apparently happened on November twelfth. I said last week it happened November twelfth. It be, it became public last week. So my first question is, why so long? Why did it take
3: almost a month for that to come out? Any thoughts on why, I'm sure Andy? They, I'm sure they tried to cover it up. I'm sure they tried to cover up, and once it did cover up, uh, come out. Then of course that's when they make their decision to step down, not beforehand. I mean, I'm sure that if they went to that police chief and said, hey, this is out there. We don't want to cause any uh, disruption in law enforcement agency. We want to make sure that things are doing well. Step down for whatever personal reason that you want. We'll find a new official and we're all good to go. I'm sure that she fought that until it became public. And then she was so, um, so embarrassed by it that she had to step down finally. But just like the hell's that social media guy's name, the liver man. Remember the new story about how he's on steroids? The liver king. Liver King, liver king. Yeah. 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 Where now he's. It's I knew Greg would know that. He's up on yeah. that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> years of making money, of being some bodybuilder eating liver. Now he's apologizing because he got busted with steroids. Well, no, not a surprise trying to be fcc appropriate here not a surprise that he was using steroids while making money and social media fame by bodybuilding and doing that and saying that he was doing it all natural these guys have another level of elitism in them to where once they get that fame they don't like to give it up unless they're absolutely forced to because if there's even an inkling of them getting away with it they're going to try it yeah you
1: know you're right so i i mean there is that to me. That question is November 12th. Now, yeah, see, that reeks. And I'll use the lefty word here. The optics don't look good. Well, what are we going to do about this? What's going to happen here? Is this going to come out? Does it? Ha- who knows? Did the police chief say anything to the mayor about it? We don't know. We're not going to know. That's why the optics look so bad. Number two, that comes to my mind, was the same thing you just mentioned. Why did the cop just lay down? Why didn't he do his job? Oh, uh, Ma'am, I'm am I'm, I'm sorry. That you're the police chief of Tampa, but you're breaking the law because I can promise you, Andy, if you were driving around in an unregistered or untagged t- un- golf cart, whatever it is on a public on a public street, you would have gotten a ticket. I would have gotten a ticket. Greg would likely have gotten a ticket. Yeah. And the cop didn't oh, do much his so. job. So if I'm the sheriff at Pinellas County, the first question to me is, uh, hey, Buckaroo, step in here. Why didn't you give her a yeah. ticket? Do you know how crappy that looks? you going to do that to, to anybody that says, oh, I'm a judge. Or I'm this person that owns this business or I'm a state representative. It stinks, Andy. And as far as I'm concerned, that cop should be fired. And I don't like to I say agree. that. I don't take any pleasure in saying that. But what you did was you just let power go. Because it's power. And that begs another question there, the little sub right there. has it ever happened before? How, who else has he let go those Those questions are legit. Number three, I can promise you based on her reaction, this was likely not her first rodeo. So the next question is, <laughs> how many other times has she done this and gotten away with it?
3: but
1: yeah. do you think this is honestly think Andy, that this is her first time doing that? Oh no, she was ready with that badge, ready to roll. Is your camera on? which seemed like a really strange question when you're about to ask a cop to let you go because you're the police chief of Tampa.
3: Yeah. That's well, not you, her first rodeo, voice, is it? you know, and you could tell by the voice of the law enforcement officer there, the police that you could tell he went through three waves of emotions in that he came up first and he was uncertain, like, Oh, probably a bunch of drunk fools that are on a golf cart riding through the city. So he came up stuttering at first and kind of mumbling around, but kind of watching everything. When she asked if he had his body cam on, he went straight to, yes, I do. And then, well, I'm the police chief. And then you could cha- tell the change of tone of, oh, well, okay, ma'am." Well, sorry. I think he got intimidated. I think he got scared. I think that she bullied him probably with her demeanor with already the uh, um, the the type of tone arrogance. she has already. It was arrogance. arrogance. And he got intimidated. All right. When we come back from the break,
1: I, there's one more point I have to make because there's a fourth one here. That kind of stinks, because I can promise you if I said the same thing and i 'm going to play it again when we come back, I want you to listen to what they said as to why they were out and don 't have a tag, and i 'm going to set up a scenario for you, and I think you 'll agree with me, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, th- they should have all been fired we 'll be back after this, don 't go away.
6: This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Back to the show indeed. Mark Walters filling you a prescription
1: for freedom today and every day. Radio stations around the nation, dozens of them tuned into Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. I'm on the crossbreed mic for you today. Visit them at CrossbreedHolsters.com. In the Sig Sour Studios, we will be talking about some Sig products coming up in the very, very near future and get specific with some great stuff. You'll want to hear it. SigSour.com. All this is brought to you today and every day by X Insurance. Please make it a point to visit all of our partners. HeavensHarvest.com for the food. MyPillow.com, DefenderCoffee.com, North American Arms. Oh, gosh, Fort WorthArmory.com, and we'll go down the list later in the show. Welcome back, and you can check them all out at ArmedAmericanRadio.com. Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason. We're going to play this one more time because I want to have some fun with this. It's just too fun not to on a Monday. Greg, let's play the clip of Tampa Police Chief O'Connor flashing a badge at a Pinellas County deputy when her and her husband were illegally driving their golf cart on public roads, and thinking she would well, just asking the copra to get away from it, and then offering, "Oh, if you ever need anything, let me know." Nope, seriously, seriously, thanks for that. Go ahead and play that again.
8: Good evening. Hey son, good. I'm Deputy Chief of the Sheriff's Office. Stopped you because you driving tag or uh, unregistered vehicle with no tag on it on the roadway. Yeah, we were. We went to the club. It was closed, so we went over and picked up some. Is your camera on? It is. I'm the police chief in Tampa. Oh, how you doing? I'm doing good. Okay. I'm hoping that you'd just let us go tonight. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, i say, uh, now that you say I, I, you look familiar, so. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure I do. All right, then, we'll take care, and uh, it was nice meeting you. All right. <laughs> oh, all right. If you ever need anything, call me. Okay. Serious. All right. Appreciate thank that. Thank you. Yes, ma'am, you're welcome. Thank so. you for your service. And thank you for yours. Thank you. So. Right. Take care. All right, take care. thank you. Have a good night, folks.
1: Okay. Now there's a couple of things I take away from it. We're gonna have some fun with this. Did you notice the husband stammered, stammered a little bit? We just slept, came back, came back, pulled a little bit of a Biden on the at the club. Now let me tell you something. I've been pulled over before, and I've had cops ask me, "Have you had anything to drink today?" And I've said no. But there was one time a long time ago, when I was much younger, when I said yes. And it was cool. I, I didn't get in any significant trouble. But Andy, if 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 you were pulled <laughs> driving down the road, and you told, "Why well, I just I just left the club," what do you think the first question should have been out of that cop's mouth? Have you had anything to drink tonight? Because that's exactly what they would have asked you or me, wouldn't it? Absolutely, one hundred. percent So I'm just guessing, and I maybe I'm wrong about this, but we can fun with it. I'm gonna bet you. That they took that cart out of the neighborhood after they left the club to go for a little spin. Uh, Do you think there was any drinking involved? I mean, we're at the club. Maybe not. Maybe they're drinking Sprites, whatever. But if I'm a cop and you tell me you just left the club, I'm going to say, oh, you did, huh? Yeah, that's because you have a good time. Have you had anything to drink tonight, sir?
5: How
3: come that question wasn't it? Well, yeah, you would think that. And, but you could tell, though, too, is as he started to explain and he started to do the whole rambling of, well, we just came back from the club and we're doing this. And that, that's when he got cut off, because, again, that elitism, uh-huh. that superiority of her cutting off her husband and said, are you wearing the cam- the body cam? And is it on? Because I'm the police chief. So, therefore, I'm hoping you'll just let us go. Well, and what again, she that-
1: did, Andy, as you know, is she stopped her husband before he got himself any deeper talking about exactly. the club. Exactly. exactly. I'm hoping you'll just let it go. Oh, okay. You look familiar. I'm sure I do. Oh, you can't make this stuff up, guys. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> Remember, Mark, rules for thee, not for me. Well, that's exactly why I bring this up. It's fun to talk about obvious for obvious reasons, but it, the bigger picture is exactly that. And that's why I think the most important question that I asked here was – and the statement is this is not their first rodeo. So let me just give you the lowdown here, ladies and gentlemen, as to you know, what the final outcome of this was. Uh, Tampa PD chief caught on video flashing her badge during a, a traffic stop in hopes the deputy would let her go, has resigned from her position today. Telling the mayor she made a personal mistake. Her and her husband, what was it today? Let me just be clear on that. Yeah, published uh, December 5th. Yeah, Greg, today is December 5th, right? We get screwy with the weekend shows. Yes, it shows. is. Mary O'Connor and her husband were pulled over by Pinellas deputy for driving a golf cart without a license tag on November 12. Why so long? She was sworn into the position in March after serving the department 22 years. So she hadn't been the chief too long before she blew that one, right? Wow. And here's what she had to say. I would never want my personal mistake to stand in the way of the progress I have made in mending relationships between the police department and the community. So for that reason, I am resigning. O'Connor wrote in a letter penned to Tampa Mayor Jane Castor, whether I am wearing a badge or not, my commitment to service and oath of office will remain a part of my everyday life. I plan to use this time to reflect and spend time with my family and children before moving on to any future endeavors. But, you know, it's kind of interesting because apparently she was asked for her resignation by the mayor. She makes it sound like she's just doing it out of the goodness of her heart. But the mayor said it is unacceptable for any public employee, and especially the city's top law enforcement leader, to ask for special treatment because of their position. Now, again, I have to ask the question, if it's inappropriate and unacceptable for any public official, and especially the city's top law enforcement leader, to ask for special treatment, Andy, why is it okay? And why is it not part of the, part of the story that the police officer gave her special treatment?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the big question, and I don't know if maybe he's got reprimanded, but it's just not gone public yet or not part of that story, or if they're just letting him go because, well, she's a very intimidating factor. She's the Kamala Harris of that region in that area. I don't know, but you're right, because... uh, Again, law enforcement shouldn't be bullied that way. And if that were the case, be like, oh, I'm the police chief of, oh, that's nice for you. You have an unregistered vehicle. You just came back from the club. Have you been drinking? And the fact that you're getting a little defensive right now, maybe we should go out here and do a breathalyzer test. What do you think? Well, that's that's what would have happened to any normal person on the road. Exactly.
1: Especially after they stammered a little bit when they said they were coming back. We were just coming back. uh, We were at the club. Oh, what goes on at the club? We all know
2: what goes on at the club. Well, to clarify, looking at the video, I think they mean the country club, but there's still an opportunity to have uh, plenty of drinks while you're there. So uh, just to kind of clarify from looking at the video, that to me looks like that they had left their country club that's probably near their, uh, their, their residence. They may live on the golf course or something like that, hence the reason for the golf cart. Uh, and and then this whole stop happens because they're out cruising around on the road because, you know, hey, she's the uh, police chief. What's it matter?
1: Well, I think more important and you're right. I, I think even more important than all of this is think about how disrespectful that is to the cop that stopped her. Andy, think how disrespectful that is to put the cop on the spot with that. OK, and I, I believe that you might be right. I think he panicked a little bit. Oh, oh, OK. All right. Oh, you know, it's going through his head. What do I do here? I don't know how long he's been a cop. Has he been there for a year? Has he been there for 15 years? Either way, he should have known better. And either way, the Pinellas County Sheriff needs to have a little discussion with him if he hasn't already. And I'm sure he probably has. But guys, the reason we bring that up is it's rules for thee, not for me. Because I can promise you that this was not her first rodeo. This happens all the time, not just in police departments, but with politicians across the board. And it's why we talk about it every day. We hold the powerful accountable. We have to, just like we did with DeSantis when he showed up at a place that banned guns in violation of state law. Not a good optic for anybody. And when we see that stuff, we call it out. Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason. You have a great show, my friend. And thank you for being here on a Monday after the Monster Cast. That was it? fun. Always fun fun to have you. You bet. Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason, great KQAM. When we come back, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Oregon and what happened right after the show last night, and I'll read you the letter from the state AG. It's fascinating. We'll be back at six minutes after.